Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to the Parenting Tools podcast. My name is Jason. And my name is Jordan. This is the podcast where me and Jason talk about our lives as fathers, parents, and everything that comes with it. So, Jace, this week we've got a guest. It's a guest episode, a friend of mine called Mark the Chef. Mark the Chef. Who has roped us into a 10K. I was going to attempt to try and do a jingle then, but it, it just didn't come naturally. Mark the chef, Mark the chef, everyone, it's Mark the chef. <laughs> yeah, that, that's brilliant. But he Smashed has roped it. us into running a 10 kilometer run. Yeah. To yeah. be clear. So Mark approached me a few weeks ago and said, look, I want to raise some money, raise awareness for disabled parents. Um, we're starting to raise money for leukemia and MS. One thing that Mark said to us off camera, which was really quite stark for me, his mum was diagnosed with MS, and he'll explain it all later, when he was about six. Yeah. And she was in a wheelchair when him and his sister were six, seven, eight. I don't know how, how, how do you do, how it's hard enough to parent when you've got all your functions, but when you're in a wheelchair chasing kids around, how? Yeah, absolutely phenomenal. Like, can't, can't fathom the challenges. Yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to talk about that a bit more later on and also share how you can sponsor us as we endeavour not to die I mean I've been I've been swindled <laughs> <laughs> I've been hoodwinked oh, there's a lot of hoodwinking goes on in this podcast <laughs> but yeah it'd be lovely if you could uh, sponsor us as we um, hopefully I'm going to make it yeah that's the main goal I believe in you I believe that you can run it <laughs> I mapped out 10k today and it's really far (laughs) (laughs) it is it's it's further it's deceptively far it's further than I thought but I've ran um, so what it was I ran 8k I did a loop around here and I thought this is can't be marathon distance it's 8k (laughs) still got 20% to go (laughs) like I genuinely I want to I want to be able to run so that when my daughter is older and wants to do things like running or cross country, if she ever wants to do that, no pressure, mm. but I could do it with her and not just be like, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> See, I think I'd just be saying that anyway. <laughs> you want to run 10K? Off you go. I've, I just always want to, yeah, you know, all the gear. I want to be that dad that knows what he's doing, that can actually run. I really want to play football with my lad. Yeah. I play football five a side with um, a father and son on a Thursday and I think that's so cool. I can't wait. I hopefully I can still do it. Have you looked into like toddler football teams? I, d- I, th- I don't think I'd get on one. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. But like a soccer tots thing. Yeah. Yeah, this summer. Soccer really? tots. Really? I've always had this thing of until they ask to do something. Yeah. I'm not going to put them, I'm not going to force them into it, partly yeah. because they don't want to force them into anything, partly because they're not asking me, why would I give up my time? 
But now they're like at that age, especially my son, he's at that age where he can now do that kind of thing. I think, yeah, I'll get him involved. And if yeah. he loves it, he loves it. If he doesn't, we'll do something else. Yeah, it's just like getting kids to do a variety of things. Like I've, I've been trying to teach now to play football. Uh, uh, this, one of the soft players we go to, there's a little football pitch. And uh, I mean, also been a chance for me to play football, but <laughs> but she loves it. And so I think as soon as I can find one of those little teams, oh, I think she'd love it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. She might hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so Chase, today is the 13th of February. Yes. And you know what that means? Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Do you know, I'm glad you clarified that because I was racking my brain. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> we're not big uh, We're not big on celebrating Valentine's Day. Only oh, this year because... I've, I've just found that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have mentioned it to each other, me and my wife, uh, but both in the kind of context of it's Valentine's Day. Shall we see how little we can get a le- get away with? Mm. And we've decided we're just going to have a nice meal together in the house. Lovely. Yeah. Why not? Nothing more. Well, our wedding anniversary is later on this week. Every year. Not just this week. <laughs> it's February every year. Um, seven years. Seven years. Seven, feeling itchy. <laughs> Getting that itch. <laughs> but I said to my wife, well, we, we don't do Valentine's Day, do we? Because it's our anniversary. She said, no, we do. She says, you... Are somehow trying to make it not a thing and she said to me i didn't get married to you in february so you could dip out of valentine's day so um after we finish wrapping up i need to pop out nice. buy a card or something oh yeah do it do the full works i did buy my wife flowers today lovely yeah i forgot it was valentine's I was day say, you got the wrong day <laughs> they got the flowers out in the shops though now haven't they yeah so it makes it easy so you just thought oh, i'll buy some flowers yeah that's lovely <laughs> so the opening question this week comes from me Ooh, yep I am pulling rank <laughs> <laughs> and I want to know so Noah picture the scene set the scene Noah is out for the evening she's staying with she in-laws yep she, <laughs> out in the town she's uh, she's out she's away overnight yeah what are you doing what is your ideal date night kid free Genuinely, we start this off every single time when Noah's either at the in-laws or that's the only place that she goes, either hers or mine. Or out clubbing. Or just out clubbing. Um, We always start with good intentions of let's get a good night's sleep tonight. But then the tension is there of we never get this opportunity. That's always my question. So let's make the most. Do you early night or do you late night? So we will often book somewhere to eat, go out. That's nice. Sometimes go to the cinema. Yep. That's quite an, quite an easy thing to do. Do you fall asleep at the cinema? No. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> Unless I napped in the day before. <laughs> I, I'm quite simple. I quite... Nice restaurant. Maybe watch the cinema. Get some cookie dough afterwards. Oh, sweet mercy. <laughs> <laughs> and then go home. That sounds delightful. Amazing. That does sound really nice. I could do that right now. That'd be great. <laughs> well... We've got, <laughs> we've got got an episode to record, but thank you for the offer. <laughs> what about you? What was your perfect date night scenario? I think much of the same. Out for dinner, somewhere nice, mm. somewhere where you, you don't want to take your kids. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like a nice... Yeah. Not that I... Well, yeah. There's some places you just won't take your kids. And you don't want to be around other kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then you've got to pick your time. Yeah. When do you go? But yeah. then I don't want to be eating too late. 
Because <laughs> you're accustomed to a certain time. Yeah, because of the sleep. Mess my stomach up. <laughs> Eating at half four most days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think out for dinner, maybe a steak. We're going out oh, for steak actually yeah, on steak. Saturday for our anniversary. That sounds, mm. to be honest, that's what we've done the last few date nights. Steak. I love a steak. Yeah. Yeah, I love a steak. And then, uh, yeah, why not cinema? Go out maybe for some cocktails. Mm. I love a mojito. Nice. Is that the minty one? That is the minty one. Yeah, I love a mojito. Oh, <laughs> steak, cocktail. Oh, I can think about a steak now. Do you know when um, I first met Em, she was a vegan. Really? Yeah, I'd never met her before. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Come on. He's got me again. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Yes. Come on now. It just gets, oh. do you know, when you started with the chicken crossing the road and the bacars, yeah. I was like, no way can he sustain this? I've been, I've been waiting on that all week. So good. Yeah. Where'd I'm you get so, that from? I don't know this time. I think it was an <laughs> online generator. <laughs> but oh, anyway, so we're talking good. about like date nights and Valentine's Day. It does pose the tricky situation as parents, doesn't it? Of when you have a adult time. Oh wow! I wasn't yeah. expecting that. I wasn't expecting the joke. I wasn't expecting that. It's a, a serious turn. It did. I don't know how to respond to that. It's just you. You have to juggle between the choices of sleep. Yep. The if, if the kids are in the house, the very possible solution that the kids are going to disrupt. Yep. Get a stage invader. Yeah. Or you just go enjoy the long sleep night. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think do you know what it's half ten let's just call it a night <laughs> no it's a good question I feel like we need a bit more time to discuss this <laughs> it's not one of that ones to the discussion, discussing great detail you know trying to family friendly podcast family friendly podcast but it's an important topic well if we if we term it as romance and that romance. includes a whole host of activities doesn't it from quality yeah. time to talking because this is a, a thing that my wife tagged me in the other day or i tagged her in it one of the two because that's how we communicate now just tagging each other in <laughs> yeah. parent memes um where it was like us trying to have a conversation and it was do you know the hangover the film yeah because i just want to make a toast and alan jumps in and goes oh, i just want to say <laughs> and it's like and i toddler jumping in every time and that is us every time we try to have a conversation it's like oh it's time to speak now and then yeah. one of them will just jump in so there are some times where we don't have an in-depth conversation till we get into bed. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I'm shattered. <laughs> so, you know, let's... Now's not the time for talking. Yeah. Honestly. Never mind anything else. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, where do you find that quality time? And I think that that's so important though, because it, it is more of that side of romance, but also just keeping your relationship with your spouse just mm. in the same place of not... Because when you're both just fixed on looking after the kids and working and just getting through... You can easily go like a week or two without kind of looking after that side of your relationship. And it's like, oh, wow. Like then you you hit it and go, oh, yeah, we've not actually properly spent good time together. Yeah. Yeah. I love our, our friends and I love our family. But um, I think it was last Friday. Got a text saying, what are we doing tonight? It's like nothing. <laughs> and, do you know what? I couldn't wait. New Clarkson's farm season started. <laughs> yes. So we had a, um, this might have been Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. Um, we had like a farm tea, a bit of bread, a bit of chutney, nice, some cut meats, some cured meats, and we watched Clarkson's really farm. Really immersing yourself into the world. Oh, mate, it was great. <laughs> some cheeses, 
grapes. It was amazing. I absolutely loved it. But that was the first time in a while that we have just spent time together, the two of us. Mm. Because we've been doing stuff with friends and family, not just looking after the kids. But oh, it was great just to sit and chat. It's it's genuinely one of those things that like, you hear a lot, like when you're getting married, like, oh, make sure you've got a date night, all that sort of stuff. Mm. And when you get kids, it's important to have a date night. Um, I've genuinely found like, one a week is still sometimes like just not not a date night but actually having several times in the week where it's like this is just our time just to chat and just to be together and what we've been doing which is not been great for the sleep is like the time that we've had is like nine ten o'clock at night and we've actually been going to bed at midnight and just going oh we're going to be tired but actually this is better just for our relationship yeah and for our life <laughs> and then you're arguing the next day because <laughs> you're shattered <laughs> just really getting at each other <laughs> Oh, amazing. So, Jordan, earlier today, we uh, asked two questions of two important women to both our lives. To Valentines. Valentines. To very special Valentines in our lives. <laughs> our mums. Our mums. <laughs> and our wives. Yeah. <laughs> so what did we ask them, Jace? <clears throat> we asked uh, our mums, what was the weirdest thing about your kids having kids? Yep. But also, what is the, what was it, the proudest thing? What what were you proud of? I just asked my mum what the weirdest thing is. <laughs> and I asked, I asked my wife what the thing is that she's most, most proud. Uh, so I asked my mum what the best thing about being a grandparent is. Go on. And the weirdest thing. We'll start with the weirdest one. Uh, it's my mum. She said, the weirdest thing about being a grandparent is seeing your own child now parent their child in some of the ways that you did. I know that. And you know what's to come in the toddler tantrums and the teenage years. Oh, teenage years. It's like history repeating itself. There's some implied there of, in some of the ways that you did. There's <laughs> other ways that she knows are better. <laughs> some. Not all. <laughs> That's funny. Has she said anything else? She dropped anything else? She then said the best thing about being a grandparent, and she's given me a four-pointer. Oh, nice. Four points. Number one seeing my kids become parents and knowing they get to feel that amazing parental love that I've been enjoying since they came into my life. Oh, that's lovely. That's very lovely. Shout out Linda. Watching them parent their children fills me with so much joy and proudness. Oh, that's touching. (laughs) That was only point number one though. Oh, wow. Yeah, point two. There is something something incredible about witnessing the growth of your family and watching the future unfold. Do you know, that's something that actually later on with our guest talks about of like, building your family like that is pretty mm. special um and then i'll read these other two quickly because the paragraphs um seeing <laughs> seeing family traits re-emerge is amazing those little quirks within your grandchildren a certain facial expression a favor towards certain foods or a familiar temperament that's quite fun isn't it like when you see oh they really like their mom or like their grand grandparent yeah it's like, frightening when you see yourself yeah <laughs> Yeah. Just think, dear me. Yeah, my daughter started doing this thing now that when she gets up, she goes, oh. I'm like, she's got that from me. And lastly, she said this, uh, you get to enjoy your grandchildren without the 24-hour responsibi- responsibilities of parenting. Yeah. She put, i.e., fill them with sugar, keep them up at late, keep them up late, and then hand them back. They do it on purpose. I think they do. They all joke about it, but they all do it. Genuinely. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> my mum said, 
um, realizing that your babies have grown up, it's a different feeling to when you get married, or when you got married. It's also scary because you think this kid of mine now has to take some responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's aimed at me more than my sister. <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Jan. Much appreciated. <laughs> And I asked uh, my wife, so we were talking about our proudest moments of our kids and we were saying how hard it is to pin down. So I said to my wife, what are your proudest moments of the kids so far? She said, for Myla, it's so hard to pinpoint, but recently her talking, getting across what she wants and joining in our conversations. There you go, just been saying that. Every time we try to talk to each other, she's there just babbling away. And she has the best sense of humour. Her latest thing in the back of the car is singing Balamori. And seeing and smiling when I turn around. So yeah, we've gotten into Balamori. Oh, what's the story? That one. Yeah, yeah. Throwback. Oh, come on. But uh, for whatever reason, we started watching Balamori, and she sings. She can't say the word, but she sings the tune. <laughs> That's so cute. And then um, as soon as we look around, she just beams at us because she knows it's funny. And she said, "For Luca, when people comment on how polite he is, we were in Aldi the other day." And he said, excuse me, can I get past, please? Oh. <laughs> On the way to getting some smoothies, he melted everyone's heart. He then put them in the wrong trolley, put them in someone else's trolley. <laughs> <laughs> and this week he wrote his name clearly on a Valentine's card. Oh. Um, and she's put, I'm so proud of them together. Sibling love can be. <laughs> <laughs> it can be the sweetest thing when they are gentle or cuddle or have little conversations. The other day we heard Luca in his room talking to Myla saying, I'm so proud of you, my girl. And those little <laughs> glimpses make it all so worth it. Oh, that's lovely. It's honestly, they're the best. We asked my wife the same question and she sent through a voice note. To be honest, I think it's something new every day, like you guys said before, um, of what I'm proud of Noah for. She's just, they just do so much, don't they? Like every day they're learning something new. So like the latest thing with Noah is, so she's like, you know, counted to 10 for a while but like actually being able to count things rather than just say the numbers one to ten and know the pattern um it's probably the latest one that went that i went oh that's so good and i was so proud um i guess on a more serious note um for us um recently she's been struggling after a blood test so she's been quite scarred by it like we've been struggling every time we wanted to take her clothes off and stuff she was really worried about it but um recently seeing how she's processed that and started to do stuff that she's been afraid of and what did you do today Noah you conquered the slide yeah you conquered the slide you say I conquered the slide I conquered the slide <laughs> you conquered the slide which was something she was scared of and and seeing her do it and enjoy it was just yeah made me very proud um, especially after sort of everything with the blood tests and stuff. She she developed a bit of fear around stuff she used to enjoy, but seeing her overcome that and enjoy it, um, yeah, it's made me really proud. Oh, conquered that slide. Conquered the slide. Boom. Genuinely, because she got scared of everything. I think I mentioned it last week, mm. the blood test. She just was like scared of taking off her clothes and stuff. It went to everything. She was scared of like loads of stuff that she used to enjoy. And then I took her to the park. She didn't want to go on the slide or the swing. And I was like, oh, come on, you can conquer it. And she was like, didn't understand what it was. And then now she just loves it. She loves the word, conquered. <laughs> Amazing. So thank you to our Valentines, our wives and our mums. <laughs> <laughs> Should we jump into this week's special guest? Let's talk to Mark the Chef. Mark the Chef. Mark the Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Daddy. 
Well, hey, Mark, welcome to the podcast. So good to have you. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm just going to boo you. Boo. Why? For roping us into this 10K. Oh, no. Um, nobody forced you. It's your fault. I, I think I'm forced. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think Jordan forced <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it to Jordan, and then I think he um, did out of kind of guilt, probably. Or, out of the kindness of my heart. Yeah, to look after me, maybe. Probably. <laughs> so, as it's Valentine's Day, Mark, tomorrow, um, I thought we'd get you on the pod. <laughs> because <laughs> nothing says romance like inviting your friend on the pod yeah so mark for the listeners who don't know who you are who are you what do you do what have you got um what we've got yeah <laughs> um mark obviously um i am a building surveyor of all things which is sounds as boring as it is um <laughs> and um i've got a little girl nearly two um called eve what a legend yeah She's little, Eve. A, a little Neve, little Eve, little Neve, <laughs> little Eve is a bit of a nightmare when Luca's around together, aren't they? They can be a bit of hard work. They're a good team. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mark, you mentioned you're a building surveyor, and my first question is: Have you had any horror stories going into houses and looking around? There's got to be some yeah. some grimness that you, you see. You see all spectrums. Let's put it that way. What's, um, what's the worst end <clears throat> of the spectrum? You see all kinds of interesting things when you're lifting sewers let's put it that way when you're lifting manholes you're hoping there's nothing there so that's interesting sometimes there is often there is sadly yeah especially uh, in and around old properties um so yeah you have to kind of just take that with a pinch of salt i'm afraid and you just have to go it's horrible can't can't do anything about it but trying to report that in a in a report it could be Yes, it can be a bit nasty. How do you word um, it? Yeah, how do, how do you word blocked? Um, <laughs> so, but, but that's that's one. Um, another one which is quite interesting is um, I call it the waterfall house. Uh, it was an evaluation. Opened the door. It was middle of December. I think it'd been really cold, and then. Sean Taylor, there was a burst pipe, opened the front door, and it was like watching a waterfall come down the stairs because it was leaking pipes everywhere. I managed to get out of it just before my feet were too wet, but <laughs> closed the door behind me. Um, yeah, you see it all. It's, um, it's, it is relatively boring sometimes, as in it's not exciting, but there are some fantastic properties you go to, and it's like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. You're like, two million pound houses you're like what am i doing here <laughs> this is unbelievable that garage is bigger than my house kind of thing but um yeah it's look i love it it's good fun um i'm out on the road a lot but uh, which means i get to listen to some fantastic podcasts <laughs> and <laughs> and this one yeah, there it is. yeah. See, i was being nice you mentioned your house we'll circle back to that in a bit yeah. but um a few weeks ago when i said about the 10k i referred to you as the chef yeah, fine. Because you are king of the kitchen. It's the only place I'm allowed at home. <laughs> so we've had a question from a mutual friend of ours, Mr. Freddy, and he's asked, what is your favourite cuisine? I'm going to pop that out there to the table. Ooh. So what's your favourite cuisine to eat Yeah, and also to cook? I think you know the answer to cook. I think you do. I'm going to put tapas. Yeah. This guy. Now that's that's this a guy. wife's... wife's the wife's vegetarian, so tapas is a good option. So what, what, what are we talking in, like, what what items of tapas? Just your, your normals, kind of prawns and potatoes, you know, the, the spicy ones. And what else is on there? What else have I done? I can't remember. The heartwarming story. 
What else is on there? Well, I want to give you a shout out because we made a friend. From you made Ir- a friend? We made a friend, yeah, out of tapas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, we made a friend from Iran who's a refugee over here mm. and it was his birthday. So Mark volunteered to do an authentic Iranian meal for him and nice. he loved it. Was good it. Fun. it was it good was fun. It was great. So yeah. shout out to you for that. Because that did, was so nice. Well, it was in January and we did the, uh, we did the barbecue, obviously, outside. Because why not? And it was really cold, but it was worth it. Yeah, it was good fun, actually. And those kind of things. Um, I still, a lot of things from obviously before children going out for dinner um, <clears throat> and working in restaurants from years ago, you just steal things. And it was nice. I enjoy it. But it was, um, it's nice to have people over for dinner. I do like it. What what constitutes tapas? Like, what what are the guidelines? I think it's, they're supposed to be snacks. So it's whatever it is, as long as it's in snack form. Yeah, it was or small, small plates, I would have thought, something like that. But you're not supposed to have it as dinner, I don't think. I think it's supposed to be just like a little snack with a drink in a bar. Snacks. But as English has kind of ru- ruined it slightly, made it into a massive dinner. It's oh, not like English snack. people? No, <laughs> no. Adjacent. I think anyway, it's a bit broad, but... What about you? What's your, your favourite oh. cuisine to both eat and prepare? Pizza. Pizza, simple, simple pizza. Although getting a um, pizza oven has ruined me because now I, I can't just settle for the little frozen pizzas. It's not the same. I have to go for like proper dough. I have to do the whole process. And I love cooking it because it takes 30 seconds. Yeah, they are cool, aren't they? Such a mess though, isn't it? It, it is, but I, just, I despise cooking now since getting that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else just takes too long. What about you? I like Chinese. I like to eat Chinese. I can't really cook. Any particular dish? Or did you have all of it? Did you have a spread? All, yeah, all of it. Chinese tapas. Chinese tapas. Just go for all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Chinese. I think it's called a buffet, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the better word for it. Oh, amazing. So you've been a dad for almost two years. Yep. Yep. What is, we'll start with the positive questions. Yeah. What's what's one of the best things about being a parent? I was thinking about this over the last couple of days, and it's really hard to kind of nail it onto one thing. But it's just those little moments mm. when she's at that age now where she can start to interact a little bit, which is great. And you can just see the joy in her face. And you're just like, okay, yeah, you didn't sleep last night. You've been screaming, but that just cancels it all out. And it's amazing. Um, yeah. And it's just those little interactions now. And it's just like, it's amazing just to see her a smiling face and, and jumping around and having fun. It's great. And that just makes all all the hard work, as it were, just worth it. It really yeah. is. It's they, good. They get you, don't they? Yeah. 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 They can sneaky. They can be so naughty during the day and then they'll do that one little thing and you're just like, Okay, I forgive you. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, this comes up, doesn't it, a lot. We talk about moments. Yeah. And like we were talking about proud moments last week, and it's just so hard to pick one. Yeah. They just stack hmm. and it's something new every day. Someone asked us, what's your favourite thing that they do or the funniest thing they do? And we were just like, well, what have they done today? It's just something new every single day. And the age that Eve's at is so brilliant because they come out with different words yeah. and they try and talk. And Completely you're like, out of context. Can you say door? And they're like, bleh. And it's like just... <laughs> Close just, enough. Yeah. yeah. But like, you just love them for trying, yeah. even though they're nowhere near. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's amazing. And you became a dad in lockdown, right? Yeah, the back end of lockdown, yeah. Um, and you'd not long moved to a new area. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so April. We moved into the house in January, February. Um, 
yeah, so we, we weren't weren't even a year kind of here, I don't think, by the time you turned up. Um, <laughs> she rocked up. You just rocked up. Um, and yeah, it was it was difficult in the sense that we didn't go to the, Esther did a lot of online classes and those kind of things and probably didn't, I think she got some friends out of it, but probably not a group that she probably wanted to, to keep up afterwards because everything was online. It, it wasn't yeah. as interactive as it were. Um, and then hospital-wise, I think we, I was relatively lucky compared to a friend of ours who was only <clears throat> three months earlier he had to sit in the car park for wow. three nights continuously because they didn't know obviously when yeah, but he wasn't yeah. allowed in so he's just sat in the car park ringing me up going what do i do do i go home do i wait and he just slept in his car for three nights yeah. after work so he went there after work slept in the car and and then Didn't awaiting the, the 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 little one to turn up but um I was allowed in. Um, the hardest thing, actually, was Esther had to stay in overnight. I wasn't allowed to stay because mm. uh, of COVID situations and all those kind of things. So I had to go home and kind of just wait. You know, I knew they were healthy, they were they were fine, but I couldn't be there to support Esther in those first, yeah. you know, few hours, which was which was a little bit hard. But you couldn't really do anything about it. It was the way of the world, and you just had to. To kind of stick with it and be as supportive as you could, but uh, apart from that, I think we were very lucky that we were able to have me there join it. It was, you know, fantastic and scary at the same time. Um, but I think not having someone there, so being able to be supported, must have been just so hard for people mm-hmm. going through that. And you know, my friend was saying, "What do I do? Do I just sit in this car park? Do I go home? Do I wait for the phone call?" You can't really have any conversation with somebody on a ward or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a strange time, but it was. Um, we were very lucky that we were at the back end of it, as it were. So, when you went home, were people still able to come round, or was it like still really strict? <clears throat> I think you. I think you were allowed people around. It's, it's oh, so okay. weird to think about it. Like yeah, two it's years bizarre, ago, isn't it? Or whatever yeah. it was. Um, <clears throat> I think so. Yeah, I don't think we were still in restrictions of how many people you could have in a household, or six people, or those kind of things. Um, I think grandparents were still quite aware of what was going around, so they didn't want to be around a lot of people. Um, but yeah, I think we were lucky enough to have family over. I think we had uh, the mother-in-law for, with us for maybe 10 days or so, just to help out for those first initial days, because you have yeah. no idea what you're doing. Just kind of going, <laughs> trying to work it out bit by bit. Um, but yeah, as I say, you know, back end of lockdown, I was lucky enough to be able to be there all, for the whole um, whole labor as it were but it was it was a scary time for, for other people i think mm. well. and what are your initial thoughts when she gives birth <laughs> are you like oh what do we do now or is it i just i just love this little thing so much yeah definitely that but it was also like you could read up so much and think you're prepared think you know everything and you got home and you were like what, what do we do? <laughs> we, we thought we knew everything, not knew everything, but had everything kind of planned and in everything kind of places and all those things. But you just like, it, it, it changes every five minutes, doesn't it? And it was, you get into a routine eventually, yeah, and then yeah. they kind of grow out of that and need something else. Um, I was lucky enough that I was kind of just working from home at the point, working for myself. So I was kind of on paternities or off kind of, six months ish and that was lovely to have mm-hmm. that time I was never going to have that back and that was kind of a decision that I knew I was going to start a new job at some point and I just put it back as far as I could to make sure I had some time at home yeah. um, because you know two weeks is, is hard to, to mm. go back to work straight away it seems it seems crazy like 
obviously our experience is different in the middle of lockdown and yeah. I was in a similar boat to you of not having to go back to work straight away. Two weeks seems like mental. Yeah. Like it's it's a whole life change and then yeah. you just gotta adjust and get yeah. back that seems I can't believe people do that. It's no. crazy. No. <laughs> Maybe I'm just like so like weak and snowflakey. <laughs> but no, it is and it's and you you wanna be around and you wanna be off like Yeah. Me, I, I didn't obviously I wanted to go back to work because you've got to. But I, the thought of like say our grandparents' time where it was like, right, we'll just go back to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you had a kind boss to give you a few days off. Yeah. No, like I wanted to be around and I wanted to be there and especially when we had our second, I don't well, I don't know if she'd have coped, but <laughs> just having just given birth and then having a toddler and a, a newborn, you want to be around to support your wife as much as you can. I, yeah, I, I'm pleased I had the time off I did in six months sounds amazing. I was doing the house at the same time. <laughs> there we go. This leads on very yeah. nicely to the next question. Yeah. So you, you've had a, a newborn and doing up at house at the same time. Yeah. First of all, like, how? My house looks like I'm doing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does now. <laughs> now that she's bigger, little jobs have become harder. Yeah. You, can't, you just can't do them you, like there's too much going on in life and she was literally she must have only been two or three months and she didn't go anywhere and you could leave her somewhere and she slept most of the day and it was great uh, and we were lucky enough to be able to stay in the old house before we moved while I ripped apart another one and I didn't put it back together wow. but I ripped it apart <laughs> good and proper um, yeah because it wasn't we couldn't live in it for six weeks maybe I yeah. think we, we got it down to six weeks where wow we kind of ripped it about and put it back together slowly. But um, it was just, I was thinking about it going, actually, could I do it now with her at this age? There's not a chance. No I've got, chance. I'm about to say, I've got three pairs of blinds that are two years old in my yeah. garage, yeah. still waiting to go up. Yeah, it's, you just can't get around to it. <laughs> and you feel bad because you're like, I want to do it, but you just haven't got the energy sometimes. Yeah. You go back from work and by the time you've done bedtime and I've walked the dog and all X, Y, and Z, you're just like, I can't. That's the other thing. You've got a nutter of a dog. That's been nice. <laughs> <laughs> Energetic, I think, is the PC way of putting it. Yeah, she just needs two walks a day. And yeah, you've seen her when she when you walk in. She can be a bit of a handful. But um, she's great with, the, with Eve, actually. In fact, yeah. Eve just follows around like a, a lost puppy sometimes. But um, yeah. You know, I'd never thought of that, about a dog needing two walks a day. Mm. That sounds it's ideal. a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> sounds great yeah. two walks day headphones in yeah. got to go out dog needs yeah. a walk yeah. uh, <laughs> until it's freezing cold or yeah, absolutely tipping it down <laughs> and they're like still want to go out and you're like no I don't want to uh, but it was it was good fun doing the house it was nice it was great that we were just making a new home for our, for our family and that yeah, kind of spurred you on a little bit um, yeah it was it's a bit madness yeah but I think doing it now would be even worse you just couldn't do it. The little one running around, you know, with power tools everywhere. But say, did you get any? Did you get any photos of of your newborn like trying to hold a drill? Uh, we've got um, no, probably for legal reasons and, <laughs> and social services knocking on the me. door. Um, we have got ones of her in building site being supervised, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was good fun. It was it was hard work because you know you're not sleeping at that time much um but yeah it was kind of my in-between jobs to make sure i I was getting that done and kind of getting on really so i certainly couldn't do it now that's for sure because they say moving house getting married having children is like the most stressful thing so you did two of the three 
but you didn't just move house. You did a fixer upper. Yeah. Well, I didn't. You give me a lot of credit. I didn't. <laughs> I ripped it apart and made still, sure though, that people could do the right things. Stuff to be done, not something you couldn't just sit down and. Yeah, and obviously, all every time you try and contract something and put timescales in, you always get let down by somebody for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. So six weeks turned into kind of six and a half, and it was getting a bit tight because we were like, "Can we actually live here at the moment?" But um, it worked out fine. We love it there, and it's, it's. I've just got a list as long as my arm to keep doing jobs every night, but I'm never going to get around to them. So, which Esther's not fussed by at all. It's me. It drives me insane looking at something, going, "I can do that. I should. I need to do that." And then I've just got to try and forget about it. Somehow. And it's like the smallest of things. Well. Oh yeah, it no one else will notice it. Half an hour, forty minutes, but getting that time is yeah. impossible. Yeah. Do I sit down and, <laughs> and enjoy relax. myself, or do I do another job? Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd try and do the other job and half do it and then have to do it again because <laughs> <laughs> I've done it in a rush and made it worse and then yeah by the time you've got all the tools out you have to you're like oh I need to go to bed now <laughs> so for context for the listeners your dog is a Dalmatian yeah have you had any kind of Marley and me moments where she's not the baby over <clears throat> um, she's like, got this tail to go no no I don't think so actually probably no not the opposite way uh, <laughs> <laughs> um they, they get on really really well actually she's soft soft as anything um they're really cute together she's got a tail which is at eve head height now where it's like a whip it is and like a it, whip. she's had a couple of near misses as it were with the end of a tail um but it's more eve just follow you know in the morning she's like obviously been on charge or overnight eve she wakes up full of full of beans and the dog's just like what are you on about just chasing her around trying to trying to catch her or or pull her out of bed or something like that so um no marley and me moments but yeah they're, they're cute together that's for sure oh, that's lovely. <laughs> see i'd love the thought of having a dog that grows up and on the pictures gets bigger yeah with the kids but yeah. i just don't think i've got the energy yeah, that's that's for me. The to think of looking after another thing in the house at the moment. But you <laughs> can't put enough on. Yeah, yeah. Can't entertain with Peppa Pig or something. <laughs> that seems no, but they do sleep a lot longer, though. Fair. They entertain yeah. themselves by just sleeping or eating, so they, they they take less entertainment. I think that's for sure. <laughs> so we've we've mentioned for anyone who's new listening on the pod, there's a talk of a 10k. It's no talk. We signed up. It's all happening. Jace. It's happening. It's all happening. <laughs> what? First of all, for an international listener, what is a ten k? Far too long. <laughs> it's a it's a ten kilometer run. Yeah. Which, if you work in miles, is six point two, six point three. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Around there. Yeah. That's, that's far. And um, so we've we've all been training, haven't we, Jace? We've all been committed to training every week. <laughs> yeah. Twice a week. I've been mentally training. <laughs> that's the hardest part. Yeah, that's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. So I thought yeah. I'd start there and then sort out actually running afterwards. Yeah. It's and it is in a month. Less than, I think. A, a month, month yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Three, th- like three weeks now. And so where are you, Jace, with the training? So I know, Mark, you've done a 10K already. Accidentally. <laughs> wow. Showing off. <laughs> I'm at eight. So yeah. I calculated when when as soon as we signed up to this, I downloaded Couch to 10k. Yeah, and if I'd followed the program exactly, I would have missed it by about a week. So I would have had to just sped up my, my training. I'm still technically in the first week of training. Yeah, <laughs> for the last four weeks. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of um, 
adrenaline going to push you through, I think, hopefully. I'm just going to have to tie myself to someone. A lot someone. of heartburn. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I might pass out. Just get a Red Bull and a Gaviscon. <laughs> Hope for the best. I think we could all, if you needed to, you could run 10K. And you saying it's mentality. It is. I think it yeah. is. I think it's going to be one of those things that I will run it and then just deal with the consequences afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. It's a one-time event. Yeah. But I was saying before, I've I've not ran 10K collectively no. in my life. I hate it. I hate running. I, should but I think that was 10K. one of the reasons why, really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my next question. So why why did you come to us with this idea of a 10K? <clears throat> yeah, why are we doing why? this? Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's a good reason, I promise. It's a great reason. Um, so we'll probably touch on it on later when we're looking at the kind of charities and those kind of things. But um, my mum, who is currently going through um, leukemia treatment and chemotherapy, uh, has also got MS. So we were, I was thinking of ways of how to try to support her or, or to show that she's not really on her own a little bit, really. Um, because she lives alone. She has carers and, and stuff that go in and, and help her but it's quite a lonely place and, and I can have a conversation with her but it's normally about treatment or how you're doing or we've had to make a lot of adaptations for, for to be independent at home um, but that's always what the conversation was about and actually since we've been training for this she the conversation's now on how's your training it's kind of yeah. taken a mind off really, really mm. which wasn't I didn't expect at all uh, it was just a bit of a crazy idea to go actually I'm not going to enjoy this at all. And this is going to be tough for me to do. Mm. Obviously, it's nowhere near what you're going through. Um, but I think the time limit of where we were when we started, it was less than 10 weeks when, and I thought, actually, if we kind of did it further on in the year or in nicer conditions, it wouldn't be such a tough ask. Yeah. And I think that was really it, kind of just show a bit of support, really, because mm. there's nothing else I can I really do apart from, you know, help her out of appointments and, and those kind of things and hope and pray that it, it works out for the best. But um, it was just a, a great... I wasn't expecting all five of you to say yes, <laughs> to be honest. I said, I kind of mentioned it to a couple of people for more kind of, oh, can you help me train? Just so mm. I've got somebody to go with, because otherwise I might not do it myself. Um, my wife's done a 10K, which was great um, for, for other family reasons as well. And it just seemed a good thing to do. Mm. Uh, a bit crazy because of how short it was yeah. from going from, I've done a park run before, begrudgingly and kind of done it to support my wife. But I wouldn't say I enjoy running, that's for sure. It's not one of my favourite activities. Yeah. Uh, again, that's probably one of the ideas really, just mm. to do something that wasn't, wasn't fun yeah. and two great causes that we're trying to raise some money for really yeah no it's great good for you and i'm happy to be doing it i'm i'm it'd be good be. fun be yeah good fun. it's been it's been i hate running as well can't stand it but i've enjoyed doing the trading with you yeah and it's the, been good the lads and it's been fun even when we went and did the part run one saturday and it was freezing wasn't it and more than they freezing. did a ground check and we all crossed the finish line and like if you had a beard you had snow in your beard yeah like I'd it was like ice my hair. It? Yeah. yeah like yeah. snow was falling out of my hair it was yeah. freezing you couldn't cold. see more than 10-15 yards in front of you because it was that icy kind of foggy it was it was cold but if we can do it on a day like that exactly March will be cold as well probably <laughs> <laughs> no it's great and I'm more than obviously leukemia is a, a great cause to, to raise money for um, MS is close to home for us as well because my uncle had MS and he died at 33 mm. wow. when I was seven. 
So to me, he was always, even though 33 is young, and I always had the understanding of he died young, he was always old mm. to me yeah. when I was that yeah. age. I'm 33 next year. Wow. And it was only when we started to raise money for this, I thought, hang on a second. Yeah. That is really young. And it hit home literally a few weeks ago how young he was. And now I realize how it took such a toll on my granddad. Yeah. Because I always thought like, he, never, he was never the same again after my mm. uncle died, my granddad. And I always thought, well, you know, he was old and you had a, a good, you know, life with him as an adult. Mm. But I, now I've got a son of my own. To lose him at 33 to anything, but yeah. a disease that, you know, really deteriorated him. I haven't got any memories of him up and about. Yeah. I've always just got memories of him in bed. Um, but it was only recently when I thought, that's me next year. Mm. I thought, yeah, let's get the get the trainers on <laughs> and do some yeah and do some running so yeah, yeah thank you for for getting us involved so what are the the charities specifically so there's one uh for leukemia which is cure leukemia uh obviously their research is about finding cures for all types of leukemia um the, i didn't know how many were there were um they're all very of different and, and different diagnosis uh, and then the MS Society which does a lot of um, support and also I think emotional support a lot of it as well mm-hmm. um, for, for when you have diagnosis it's, it's fortunately a disease which is as you said is deteriorates and uh, my mum in particular has had kind of peaks and troughs uh, and it's, it's hard to see it's, mm-hmm. it's certainly hard to see uh, so both fantastic charities that do great work um, and hopefully, yeah, as you say, we can do something that's worthwhile and kind of push things in the right direction, hopefully. Yeah. And you've been doing the part run with Baby in the Pram. Yeah. Speaking of pushing things in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, I did one on Saturday without it and did a very similar time without it, <laughs> which is quite worrying. So I think I might just do it with, with the, the push chair, actually, and just at least I've got an excuse then. Kind of <laughs> what made that extra support? Yes. Yeah. Well, she yeah. just falls and it. She I might does, have to. Yeah, she does it. We do. Obviously, it's nine o'clock on a Saturday morning, all over the country or whatever. But that's a really bad time for her to nap. Mm. Oh yeah, and, and she falls asleep. So I think I'm going too slow for it because she's just like, "Oh, this is really nice." And by the time we've done the first lap, she like all the marshals have said, "Oh, she's, she's lovely. She's asleep." I'm like, "No, it's the wrong time completely for her to nap." Um, but I haven't got one of those kind of sporty, racy buggy things because one, they're outrageously expensive, <laughs> and two, I'm not that keen. <laughs> so she's just rocking around yeah. she's knocked out she's not happy <laughs> no, no she wakes up after lunch it's the g-force it's the speed that i'm going yeah oh, so yeah amazing. i've been doing it i tried it with the as you said the mental dog um impossible um you see some of these dogs when they're running in the park run d- down the side of the owner quite happy and no indy is off that way <laughs> going to the toilet that way ripping your arm off the other way so yeah it's it's not an enjoyable experience with, with a dog the baby's been quite good though it's um something to lean on i suppose it's a nice family activity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing so what we'll do is um if you listen to the pod we have the link don't we our link tree on instagram and tiktok where you normally find the episode uh links we'll share the charity donation the just giving pages on those links um, so keep an eye on our Instagram and our TikTok pages for that it'll also be in the description of the podcast as well Boom. in the Fantastic. little show notes so that'd be cool great stuff lovely oh thank you so much it's been a pleasure I've enjoyed it
Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, I think so. I was quite scared, but... I've enjoyed how you're just very calm about everything. No. <laughs> you don't <laughs> ask us <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely loved it. Um, and we said this before we started. Um, you'd, you'd never listened to a podcast before. You listen to this because... I'm waiting. Uh, there's going to be some kind of age-related joke here. <laughs> <I think. laughs> and now, you, now you're on one. Yeah. Amazing. So Thank what, you so much. What's TikTok? <laughs> what's TikTok? <laughs> You're in a box, don't they? Yeah. Oh, no. oh, dear me. Minty fresh. <laughs> Mark, thank you so much for coming Pleasure. on. Thanks, guys. Do keep your eyes out for those links, and we really appreciate you getting yeah. us involved with it. I know we joke and boo, but thank you so you much for getting say that us on, this, on the day. You'll be cursing me from a distance, probably. So thank you, Mark, once again for coming on the pod. Um, I know that the thought of coming on wasn't his favourite thing to do. So really do appreciate him coming on and um, being so open and honest about... Oh, what a lovely guy. I love him. Do you know what, Mark? I know you're listening. I love you. <laughs> yeah. I do. I love him. <laughs> Such a nice guy. And thank you once again for roping us in. <laughs> roping us in. Oh, man. I feel trapped. <laughs> if you do want to sponsor us... Uh, Please do sponsor us. Yeah. Check the links either in the description um, or on our social medias it'd be really helpful just raising money for some good causes amazing thank you so much we'll be back next week with uh, what are we me and you next week back to normal episodes just me and you baby <laughs> sorry to those that listen for the guests <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you next week <laughs>